you, Lord, for this evening time, Lord, as your kids, as your children have gathered here. Thank you, Lord, you have brought them here. It is not by their own choice, but you have drawn them to your, your presence. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your divine hand in their lives, Lord, in each one of our lives, Lord, that we are able to hear you today. We are able to worship you in freedom. Lord, thank you, Lord. Lord, continue to minister to each one of us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Lord, help us not to go back the same way as we have come. Change us, Lord. Renew our hearts, our minds. Lord, transform us, Lord. Commit the time into your hands, Lord. Lead us and guide us. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Over the past uh, few weeks, we've been, Pastor, Pastor James and Pastor Vijay have been talking on obedience. And uh, we'll, we'll look at, uh, we'll continue looking at that and uh, uh, not exactly obedience, we'll look at disobedience today. And there's one short story mentioned in the Bible. It's a very disturbing passage and uh, it has, it is written for us, you know, and so that we'll learn from it. Uh, I'm talking about uh, uh, the story about David's son, Amnon, and uh, the incident that has happened with his sister, Tamar. So this is a very disturbing uh, passage, a disturbing story, uh, very graphical and uh, uh, how human heart is. We'll look at that. Uh, it's, it's written in Second Samuel chapter 13. So we see here uh, the passage starting with it says chapter 13 verse 1 says Now Absalom, David's son had a beautiful sister whose name was Tamar. And after a time Amnon, David's son, loved her. And Amnon, Amnon was so tormented that he made himself ill because of his sister, for she was a virgin and it seemed impossible to Amnon to do anything to her. So this is a story about, it, it, it's, it's written love, Amnon loved her sister, but the other original translation in the Telugu, it says, he has lusted, lusted after her. So, some of us may be thinking, you know, what is this? This is not real. This is not, uh, uh, you know, happening in this context. But I have personally seen, I have personally witnessed such kind of uh, behavior within the church. It's not outside the church or uh, unbelievers. So, this is very much relevant to us, each one of us. It's it's not that you are so young or so uh, old. It's relevant to each one of us. So this is a story about how wicked, how low a man's heart can go. And each one of us have to be really careful. And if we do not take steps, 
accordingly, there are serious consequences. So, the title of this message is Greedy for Unjust Gain. This comes from Proverbs. We'll, we'll come to that later. But the, We'll look at this story. So, basically, this starts about uh, King's firstborn. Amnon is King's firstborn. David's King's King David's firstborn. That means he is the crown prince. That means he is the next in line. He is someone who is looking looking for, looking ahead that he will be crowned a king one, one day. That he is going to be a king of whole Israel one day. It's a tremendous responsibility. This is not something that has uh, come to Amnon by his choice or uh, something that David has planned. David had some other plan. David loved someone else. David David loved uh, his first wife, Milka. That was uh, before he ran away. Before he ran away from King Saul. So, technically or logically, his firstborn should have come from his first wife. But this Amnon is born as a first son through another lady, through another wife. So this comes from, he got this privilege not uh, by David's choice or uh, his choice. It came to him unexpectedly. It's it's not a choice that uh, he he had a say on. David didn't, probably didn't want uh, you know, a firstborn from this marriage or this relationship. But somehow events, as events follow, Amnon is born through a Another lady. So this is like he got this privilege, incredible privilege of uh, being the crown prince of expecting to uh, a day, you know, there's another day coming where he will sit on the throne and rule the kingdom. But, you know, in each one of our lives also, you know, we have this privilege, privilege of uh, knowing God. If you know him personally, this is a privilege that has been granted to us, not by our choice. He came to us. The Bible says, you know, God God chose Israel and Israel has rejected God. And so, the salvation has come to the Gentiles. In a similar way, in that kind of mystery, you know, we can see that kind of mystery here where Amnon was also not part of the planned process. Amnon was... Uh, result of some other process, plan B. So we see that this this is an incredible privilege even in each one of our lives, you know. Bestowed. It's a privilege bestowed upon him. It's an incredible promise that comes with it. This kingdom that God has promised to David, he said, I will establish your throne forever from this day forward. There will, you will lack no one, that means there won't be any son of yours. Uh, there won't be a throne without your one of your sons. So it's an incredible promise with the kingship. So being the son of this king and with that kind of incredible promise is a wonderful situation that Amnon couldn't have you know, asked more for. There was only one condition that God has put. He said, if your sons walk according to my ways. They will sit before me. They will sit on the throne before me. So that's the only condition. 
you know there are so many people in israel millions of people probably walking with god probably probably walking uh, in obedience with god but they don't have this privilege only it, it has come down to one family king david's family it says i will establish your kingdom i will establish your throne forever so this is this is not ordinary stuff this is like one in million so he has been chosen this kingdom has been given to this family this is an incredible promise out of millions this family has been chosen and he is anticipating he is supposed to anticipate okay one day i will rule this nation i will rule this kingdom so this is an incredible promise that has been given to david and amnon with the future king the crown prince but the things that he has chosen the things that he has uh, you know the choices that he has made will ultimately destroy him so we will look at that so so amnon probably you know he was growing up he is the first born and uh, king david is probably you know anticipating one day okay this 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 kid is going to be the king you know amnon amnon means faithful amnon means faithful so he named him faithful so that you know in one day he will rule the nation faithfully so that he will be committed to this people of israel the land of israel people of israel and he will be faithful to god he will be faithful to those people and serve the people so he probably named him you know anticipating one day he'll rule this nation okay he had great plans he probably put him in the best education best military best sports or whatever everything is given to him but it starts you know it says he he loved he lusted after his half sister his wife his father's daughter not the same mother another mother so you know this this is very disturbing in the sense why why because in leviticus chapter 18 verse 11 if one of you could open it and read it quickly leviticus chapter 18 and verse 11 Yes. So you're not supposed to or in one in other sense you're not supposed to marry in one sense. So you're not supposed to look at her. You're not supposed to uncover her or have obscene thoughts or you're not supposed to lust after her. So this is very much part of the education of the royal family and all the whole Israel. The Torah is given, the law is given to everyone. So he is very much aware king son amnon the crown prince is very much aware of what he should do what he should not do so this is very much prohibited uh, as much as as far as he is concerned uh, or any any man in israel as is concerned so he nurtures this idea he he lusts after her he he takes something that is prohibited and he is he is after it he made a choice okay i'm 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 fixed on this so you know he's he's probably trained in that he's going he's going under rigorous training in military and all that and you know there could be uh, this this is probably not a direct result of you know one day he walks up and he sees sister usually usually if you grow up together you you don't kind of have uh, uh, that kind of feelings if you 
if you observe if you have a sister or if you are growing growing up with a family you tend not to have some feelings but this this is not natural this is unnatural this is probably uh because of the company that he had you know the people that you hang around with and the people the discussions that you usually have you know in in schools or in colleges you know usually the the in break time you know in my call in my company you know people in my my colleagues go down to break i usually avoid going down with them uh, you know i i know what they talk you know once once in a while i just try to see what they are uh, you know what they are trying to discuss and what they are trying to you know i i want to uh, mingle with them and try to bring in christ somewhere in the, in the discussion the, the only discussion that seems entertaining is girls and in my office you know they say okay let's go around let's see some colors that's what they say colors and like is there no other thing no other subject other than girls they saying okay what else what else what else uh, is there you know they sit on the canteen order something look around who's pretty and uh, you know go and uh, uh, ping them on the communicator this is office say, hi <laughs> even in office so i was like okay brother leave me you know usually i, I just go alone because i have to avoid this all this stuff because i myself i'm struggling with it i don't want to have a company and uh, you know harbor those thoughts if you remember pastor james talking in you know, our last year about sin and evil sin is something you struggle with with your individual self you know you're struggling with something your anger or uh, you know some you're working on something but if you are in a group and if you're trying to pursue something some simple desire or commenting some uh, uh, girls passing by or you know whatever it is that is evil so by god's grace i i have able you know i i was able to you know that, that's it's not my ability it's i in god's grace i try to avoid all that you know please leave me you know individually i'm so wicked i don't want to you know <laughs> bring a, bring that level on notch higher you know the company of the company so like okay please leave me i'm not coming i'm not being part of this discussion so you know people talk about this you know girls and you know, that is wickedness you know probably amnon was part of this discussion in this group of guys you know it's not one day you know one day he is his sister he's been seeing his sister daily so probably you know the group of company that he is part of you know they are uh, probably talking about girls you know probably talking about girls how they dress how they look and all that and uh, i was watching the video the other day the other day there's this uh, the short videos that people make and uh, there's this guy who made this video it's like you know the group of guys hanging around and you know uh, uh, commenting on people passing around in the corner in the nights so that's the usual routine of these guys that they do four guys they comment and one day there's uh, this group that passes by and uh, this fellow is like going around hey come on come on turn back turn back and then that lady turns back and to his surprise that's his sister <laughs> and he hangs his head on shame in shame what should he do so like exactly that's the, that's the same thing you know at least he he hung his head in shame this fellow in this video amnon is probably you know he's pursuing further he's like his conscience is not pricking anymore he's like i want her by any means so it's not a discussion it's not a thing that has come up just now or you know just an instant and you know he looked at her and he fell in love 
it's a thing that has he has harbored over a period of time you know talking with his colleagues or talking with his friends over a period of time nurturing those you know you know uh, some some girls passing by you know some royal family and this guys are royal military guys probably re- relaxing and people are serving them and they are probably commenting on them and one day his sister also turns up and he started commenting her as well probably and uh, you know one day you know in, in, over the period of time he developed intense feelings for her intense lust after her and he's so and it is so intense that he is sick it says he he made himself sick in telugu version it says you are you have become lean that means he stopped eating also you know you you meet such people right you you know friends who develop feelings and you're like that i don't want to eat no don't talk to me i want that girl you know love or that i had one friend who was like that you know <laughs> so amnon was intense his feelings were intense which which he developed over a period of time he probably talked about other women as well you know surrounding them what do boys talk about what do, what do we talk about you know it is one thing to sin and it is one thing another and the whole level you know wickedness or evil you know group of guys doing it so what's the problem what's the problem here he he has he has silenced his conscience amnon continues to fantasize his sister day after day he probably meets her you know during the royal uh, dining you know that's a huge dining hall in the uh, king's palace and uh, they're sitting all all around probably his sister tamar is all his she's serving probably she's serving you know he's watching her every day day by day you know he's watching her probably he'll come to dining place only to see her some of some of the guys come to church only to do that look at pretty girls and the stunning thing is this is in the presence of the king the king is sitting here at the head the head of head head position you know the royal table is sitting here probably amnon is the next king is sitting right next to him and he lusts after his sister you see king's presence has no effect some of us lose that effect you know even in sitting in the church when the word of god is being proclaimed when the word of god is being ministered to us the presence of god even in the midst of the presence of god and godly people there is so much potential that we divert our attention we have we lust after something else amnon the presence of all family her mother is also there probably you know sitting there in the royal family dining table his eyes were fixed on his sister half sister david is probably trying to share some of his experience you know uh, the military conquest or you know the the thing that he has seen uh, he has uh, visited this place you know he's trying to explain some he's trying to pass on some experience okay you have to be careful with this and do this and that you know you have to watch out uh, how we are going to rule this people 
but his his attention is something else he is focused on one aim to satisfy himself you know that's that's probably the story of some of us you know we are sitting there in the midst of the powerful word that is coming at us we are fixed we are fixed at something else how do how do we gratify ourselves how do i gratify myself is probably the plan that we are you know harboring that i am harboring that you and i are harboring you know what should i do going going home you know what what are our thoughts let's take a moment and you know think what are our thoughts what are your thoughts when when you sit in the presence of god and the word is coming so powerfully and the revelation is coming and we are we are unable to listen to it we are fixed at our own uh, stuff this is this is greedy for unjust gain this is being greedy for unjust gain this is not for just gain something it's that's not legitimate this is totally illegitimate and it's totally greedy he is becoming greedy greedy for her the desire to satisfy himself he stopped eating and he became sick and the and the verse says it seemed impossible for amnon to do anything to her because she was a virgin so he was thinking he was probably thinking okay if she was at least married he could go and do something so that he he can uh, you know cover up it could it could get you know covered up but it was impossible that it seemed impossible for him you know some some of us for some of us there are some things which are impossible to do some sins which we cannot do that is because of god's grace totally because of god's grace if we go to god and confess and come out of it there will be a way out if we go to you know uh, something else someone else who who will who is not godly who is ungodly we will be destroyed that's what amnon does he goes out and uh, shares his story with his friend this is guy this guy is called jonadab he is his cousin david's brother's son so jonadab you know this bible says he is a very crafty fellow so jonadab asks why are you so sad why are you so sick will you withhold you know this your sickness or whatever is uh, troubling you so amnon comes and shares with jonadab that starts a process which he cannot roll back so some of you some of us are on in a stage where we can roll something back some events at, up to an extent if if you are given that ability if you are given that choice please go back roll it back whatever you know the thing that you are you know after you have made a choice to you know gratify yourself with if there is a choice this is a choice and if you are uh, able to go back please go back don't share with ungodly people because you will be destroyed go and share with someone who can help you come out of it go to pastor go to some elder share your problem don't harbor things with yourself and don't share it with someone else who is ungodly who is not uh, capable of giving you correct 
guidance. So Amnon goes to Jonadab and shares. So Jonadab, the meaning of Jonadab is who gives liberally. So that this fellow is a liberal. Okay? Liberal means open to new ideas. Okay, come on. Please give me. Open to new new ideas except from the Bible. Except that's biblical. You're close to biblical ideas. Open to everything else. So it's like, oh, okay, you loved your sister. You you like your sister. Okay, that's that's not a problem. Okay, we'll we'll find a way out. And he says, okay, you you know you pretend uh, to be sick. And uh, the, the verse says this. Jonadab said to him, lie down on your. This is chapter thirteen, verse five. Second Samuel chapter thirteen, verse five. Jonadab said to him, lie down on your bed and pretend to be ill. And your and when your father comes to see you, say to him, let my sister Tamar come. And give me bread to eat and prepare the food food in my sight that I may see it and eat it from her hand. So Amnon lay down and pretended to be ill. And when the king came to see him, Amnon said to to the king, Please let my sister come and make me a couple of cakes in my sight that I may eat from her hand. Then David sent home to Tamar, saying, Go to your brother Amnon's house and prepare food for him. So... This is a, a brilliant liberal idea and you know why not try this try this out and he's uh, his conscience is getting you know, weaker and weaker day by day as he takes this suggestion and uh, he says okay let me pretend the king is coming to the next crown prince the crown prince the next king to be and he's, he lies in front of the king on king's face. He says he pretends to be ill. He pretends to be ill. How many of us pretend to get something? So he pretends, lies on the face of king and the king grants him his request. Okay. So so this is this is an unusual request. Send my sister, let her prepare in front of my eyes. What kind of request is that? For a king. Who wants to sit in front of the kitchen and see what people do? So, Tamar prepared cakes in front of him. So, I, I don't know why David, you know, probably why he didn't think uh, whatever his thoughts were. He sent, okay, probably he was nagging or whatever he probably she was serving at the table and he thought it's okay you know his he trusted him trusted him because his name was what faithful, faithful. he thought okay fine he was faithful he'll probably fa- he'd be faithful okay so some of us are granted so many things in our life you know so many uh, things that we don't usually get you know don't normally people don't get but we are given this grace but we we are unfaithful to it. Right? Do you agree? What are some of those things? Can you name some of those things? Louder. Gadgets? Money? Internet? Time? Time. So, so many of these things, you know, the, the comforts, this comfort is given to us. This is not given to so many people around us. There are so many people who are struggling. But we are we are unfaithful. We are 
we have been given the latest technology but we we just destroy ourselves with it we just so unfaithful so amnon david thought he is faithful and he granted him that request whatever he was asking for you know the kids kids you know they fight for some gadget if you in these these days kids you know if you don't show a cell phone if you don't show a tablet they don't they are not be quiet they are so addicted at the age of 2 you know my cousins not my cousin my friends sisters uh, sons they are from the us so they they visited uh, the place and i, I happened to be there and they're like they'll cry if there's a, their ipad is not there with them they'll cry if you give the give them the ipad they're like fine you do whatever you want they'll cry and make a noise you know they'll scream you know they are unable the parents are unable to control them without that you know the gadgets the, the power of that gadget at the young age you know, it's capturing so you know the, the, we are we are also you know in in that zone we are so unfaithful we tend to be captivated by things that are given to our comfort uh, you know it's for for some some purpose but we are we are so unfaithful so amnon was granted this request for whatever he pretended and he got it uh, so tamar prepared cakes in front of him unusual request you know how how things start off uh, even in uh, uh, relationships you know the boy calls the girl and says let's go for a coffee where does he take her takes her some desolate place some some other place some theater or something you know it starts like that so we we have to check you know first check what what is the intention behind the request what is the intention so first he says okay prepare the cakes in front of me we'll we'll look at that uh, so it says the verse 8 says so tamar went to her brother amnon's house where he was lying down and she took dough and kneaded it and make made clay cakes in his sight and baked the cakes and she took the pan and emptied it out before him but he refused to eat and amnon said send out everyone from me so everyone went out from him so the first thing so his request was okay prepare food prepare cakes in front of me okay so that was an unusual request okay whatever it is tamar uh, obeyed it and she came and prepared the cakes in front of him and opened the whatever he in front of her in front of his eyes he, she needed the dough and she made the you know the oven or whatever it was he she emptied it she brought it before his eyes and he refuses it now so you know th- these are some things that that happen you know in, even in in this context you know people call out you know let's go out uh, the initial proposal is something else okay let's 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 just go to you know just railway station and come back well let's just see and come back but uh, what does he do what the guy does you know let, let's just you know you know just sit and go to begampet and come back or just go to vikarabad and come back one hour journey so it just it starts with something else first it was some request and it's something else later if we are not careful this this can come to us you know they we can destroy ourselves our lives you know 
So Amnon says, okay, first thing he says, prepare cakes in my in front of my uh, eyes. She does it, and then he's like, I don't want to eat it. Send everyone out. This is the second check for Tamar. Okay, so she's like, okay, what is this? She is a girl. She knows uh, it's not appropriate to be alone with a guy, whatever it is, whoever it is. It's a brother or so it's a half brother. So he's not. She's not. He's not his own brother. Is he's not his mom's brother. So there's no way she can stay alone. So some of us, you know, are dragged into some situations like that. So we need to always check other people around. Other, uh, you know, what is he talking about? What is he? What is he? What is the purpose of uh, this this setting? Why is he calling me out? You know, you know, this is this is this is what's happening these days. You know, people. This is people from church. They call out, call girls, uh, women from church. What are you doing? Let's go for a coffee. And then uh, he he picks her up and takes her takes to some desolate place. So, if you are a girl in that situation, if there is a girl in that situation, what should she, what should she do? Escape? No. Yes. Run for your life. Yeah. So, instead of that. What what do what do we do? You know, okay, we trust, we trust him. Okay, he's Amnon, he's the king's son. He cannot do this. Okay, he's a brother from this church. He he'll stick to his word. You know, he's from this church. He's from GTC. He's got some standards and all that. Okay, he's, he's, he should be some guy who sticks to his word. No, not necessarily. So, girls or boys, be on your guard. If there are certain checks, okay, you're not supposed to go and prepare some special meal for him. That's that sort of thing. Okay, whatever you granted, and then you went, and he's refusing that thing, and now he's asking every man to get out of this room. At least then you could have, you know, ran, escaped. If you still trust him, the next thing. What is what's happening? He says, "Okay." The second check is, "Okay, come and bring that cake into the inner chamber." Okay, that's another hint. He's hinting something. Okay, just, just come, come to this place. Okay, nobody will be there. We'll just hang around. That's another check. Boys or girls, whatever you know, give me your number. You know, SMS, WhatsApp starts with that, and. Uh, late night discussions and whatever. You might think he is a brother from this church or the brother from whatever. But run, run, escape. But if you still insist, he still insists. So he says, come, lie with me, my sister. These are some of the incredible words to come out of Amnon's mouth. Come, lie with me, my sister. He's saying, my sister. Out of his mouth, he's saying, my sister. Come. You know, even our words, the words that we speak, it's, it's completely out of 
out of what completely doesn't sync with what we behave. We we say something, we do something else. People, you know, people from rich families, you know, uh, we we hear stories about uh, people sons uh, taking the inheritance from the parents, putting them in the old age homes, you know, and and one fine day they call, how are you, mom? Is there any point? Why are you asking? You know, you took all the money. You put me in the old age home. What's the point of this? What is there any meaning to it? Dead conscience. There's no conscience. My brother, my sister. We say my sister, my brother, and we do all kinds of nasty stuff behind the scenes. This is what happens, you know. Some of the churches, most most of the churches, we call sister, brother. What do we do? What what thoughts do we have? One of the things that I use, I tremble at, you know, when I uh, this is this is this is uh, because of uh, you know a situation that has happened in the sense in my college there are uh, there were two guys who used to hang around with uh, girls they used to call them their sisters like what is this you call her your sister and you do all this nasty stuff and I I I, I never used to call anybody sister I used to call only names okay. hi how are you if I at all call her. I call her by name. No sister, please. And it's it's very difficult for me to get uh, sister out of my mouth. In the sense, you know, the other day, any sister, any was uh, uh, saying, "Okay, good night, brother." I said, "Good night, brother." That's the thing that has come out of my mouth because I'm not used to that. I either say "akka" or you know something else or the name. So it's like okay, but our conscience, you know, we are we are. Uh, this group, we tend to go with the group and uh, we try to cover up things. Okay, we say, sister, nobody will ask any questions and then we can do all that, all kind of stuff. Okay, why are you going out with him? She's my sister, he's my brother and then you can uh, do whatever you want. Are we one of those? You know, do we harbor such feelings? Uh, we call someone our sister or brother and then uh, at the back of our head at the back of our hearts, we have such feelings, you know, lustful feelings. What kind of conversations do, do we have, you know? In church, we call them sister and then go back and uh, uh, discuss nasty stuff. You know, one of the things that I have decided at, you know, in college was to stay away from girls in the fellowship. I can count on the right hand of my fingers Right hand of right hand fingers, the people that I know by name, probably one to three, maybe. I used to go to the fellowship, come back home, sit in my room, that's it. No Baba, please leave me. I don't want to have discussion. It's 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 not going to benefit anybody. It's it's not going to help one help someone, it's only going to harm me. Because I'm I'm my mind is wicked. I don't want to you know, if you are having healthy relationship, healthy friendship, it's very good. Continue to do that. Healthy friendships in the midst of people, you know, in the midst of uh, you know accountability. But with your own uh, wicked mind, if you are struggling, if you are struggling with your heart, please stay away. That will help you a lot. Every one of you, whatever age you are, you know, I can remember as far as 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 back as you know, maybe second class or first class. I can remember those 
thoughts that I had about women. I was like, there's no age here. It's it's the spirit behind it. So please stay away. You know, it's 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 for your benefit. You don't need to have healthy relationship with boys. I mean, it's it's not mandatory. You can stay stay with your girl group, your boys group. Perfect. It'll help you a lot. So, if you are, you know, one of those who are struggling, you can you could make that decision. You know, staying far. It's not that I it's not that I had uh, bad relationships, bad friendships with uh, girls. I had very good friendships with girls. I had uh, uh, I was I was I was doing good in studies. I was not uh, uh, going back or something. It's not that I I I I, I spoke uh, vulgar or I spoke obscene. I spoke clear uh, material, clear stuff, whatever is in context. Even then, I was like, okay, I don't want to pursue whatever you know. This, this is not. I I try to experiment with myself. Okay, let's stop the conversations. In first year, I I was like, okay, let's have some friendship. Okay, let's talk. We used to talk, and uh, that's fine. And then, okay, second second year, I was like, okay, let's stop all this. Let's see what happens. Nothing happens. Everybody is living their life. You are not missed. You are not wanted. So, <laughs> so nothing changes. Nobody cares. So they live their lives. So I'm like, okay, fine. I live my life. It's 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 much better to stay. You know, stay away. So staying away helped me in that sense, and that that tuned me. In that my in my second year, I made that decision, and that that tuned my whole process. So it's very hard for me to get. A conversation going with a girl, so it's very hard unless the girl comes saying, "Okay, uh, why are you, you know, so moody or whatever?" I just smile a bit there and then just say bye bye. That's it. <laughs> so, like that's 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 the end of the story. I, I'll not intervene. <laughs> so that that that's the, that's my uh, tuning. So that's that that helped me a lot in one uh, uh, in in the sense, you know, uh, 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 not being distracted with lot of stuff so if you are you know struggling in that area why not make the decision you know it will help the other person whom you are having in your mind or whatever if you make that decision you will not be missed you will not be you know uh, missed or whatever you can make the decision if you are struggling in that area So yeah, I see one more thing. I I I don't believe in a girl and boy have becoming a best friend. That that's that's uh, totally out of uh, the context or out of the box or whatever. It's 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 liberal idea. It's better to be orthodox than be liberal. So I believe a husband and a wife only can be best friends if if that is you know boy and a girl that can be only in a husband and a marriage relationship. If you have a boy, if you're a girl and you have a boy as a best friend, you're in trouble. If you're a girl, if you're a boy and have a girl as a best friend, you're in trouble, big trouble. This will not end nicely. This will come back to you. This will create a lot of issues which you want to stay away from. You might say, okay, we are, I'm so liberal, you know, you're not so open. You are, you know, you're stuck at, you know, Abraham's age 2000 years back. 
you know come back grow up see you know that that's the kind of thing that we that happen these days you know interaction you know, go interact you know you can have friendships i don't believe that i don't believe girl and boy becoming best friends you can be friends if you can avoid please avoid friends also <laughs> let a girl have a girlfriend <laughs> let a boy have a boyfriend so i don't give, i don't believe that concept of having girlfriend i it's a uh, uh, derogatory term according to me either it's a fiance or a wife or a would be there's no girlfriend there's no boyfriend either so so if you are in that position you know it's it's better to be orthodox it's better to go back to strong rules if you want to come out of you know if you are in that place if you are uh, having that kind of thoughts and you know if you are having that kind of struggles it's better to go to you know some somewhere some place where it's you have some hard and fast rules or rather rather you know if you go to liberal you'll be destroyed and emnan's conscience is continuously being seared is calling her is calling sister sister and he is doing that nasty stuff what do we do we praise god in church and curse our brother at home right that's what james says with the same tongue we praise god the same tongue we curse men no different so in the in the church we are holy men and in, when we go back we are unholy the no voice saying no tamar says and after this when he's when he grabs tamar when when tamar comes to the inner chamber he grabs her and tamar speaks now she says was well she answered him no my brother do not violate me for such a thing is not done in israel do not do this outrageous thing as for me where could i carry my shame and as for you you would be as one of the outrageous fools in israel now therefore please speak to the king for he will not withhold me from you there are there are a couple few things here uh, this is a kind of inner voice something that when we are uh, attempting to sin when we are trying to when we are when we are planning to do some sin there is an inner voice that shouts no brother please no don't do this in each one of our consciences do you agree yes, yes? when we are trying to when we are attempting to do that it says no please stop it tamar is pleading with him no brother please stop don't do this don't do this she's probably crying don't do this why are you doing this the inner consciousness is st- Uh, trying to reason with him saying don't do this outrageous thing in israel nobody has done this this is outrageous this has not been done you will be the first person who is doing this this is outrageous the second thing she says where would i go if you do this where would i go if you do such a thing and she says she also says where would you go you know you are supposed to be the king crown prince you are going to rule this place you are supposed to be here ruling the kingdom and if you are doing this outrageous thing you will be no more nowhere here nowhere near you will be a fool she is trying to plead with him she is trying to say okay convince him you know see don't do this she is also saying okay please ask the king you know at least ask the king that's the last resort you know at least probably you know when the king's orders okay yes or no whatever it is his order he'll probably obey that's that's the last 
resort that Tamar is saying, okay, please don't do this. You know, where would I go? Where would you go? Not has This hasn't been done in whole Israel. You will be a fool driven out. Please ask the king. You know, Amnon is so blinded, so short-sighted, he's only set his target on gratifying himself. I want this now. That's it. You know, the kids cry. I want it now. I don't care what you are going through. I don't care where I am. I don't care what's happening around. If it's a sermon being preached, I don't care. I'll cry if until you give me. That's, that's what the kids do, right? That's, that's how Amnon is doing. He's He's become so short-sighted. He doesn't want to listen to anything else. He doesn't want to listen to any reasoning. He's like, I want this anyway. I want this at whatever whatever cost it is. So blinded. He's like, okay, I don't care whether I'll be here, whether I'll be the king, whether this has been done or not. I don't care. I just want to gratify myself. He's so blinded. He's so blinded. He's willing. He's willing to lose the king kingdom willing to lose that crown some of us some of us are making choices which are irrevocable which which will destroy us which will drive out drive us away from something which we are destined to be you know there are some there are some great things god says i have planned i have good plans great plans for you but because of our choices we are we are pushing, we are pushing ourselves from the throne. We are so blinded, we are so caught up with things uh, to gratify ourselves. I want to fulfill my desire now, right here and right now. That's what this, this world says. Right here, right now. Take that moment, grab that moment, gratify yourself. Some of us are in that mode. We are not ready to think of the consequences now. We are saying, we say, I'll think of the consequences later. Okay. I'll say of it later. You know, when you talk to uh, guys who are full of josh, you know, why are you doing this? You're so fired up. I want to do this. I want to, I have this adrenaline rush. I have to try out everything. Why are you sitting in? You are a fool. You know, try out a lot of things. My friends from uh, the college, they ridiculed me. They mocked me for not uh, having drugs, not not trying out uh, 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 booze, not trying out women. They say, this fellow has not gone there. They're like, they are boasting. I went to that Kolkata red light. I didn't know what where to put my face. You know, this fellow is like, what kind of question was that? You know? So, so full of josh, you know, you are, you're supposed to try. Unless you try, how will you know? That's, 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 that's the latest trend, you know, uh, get, get the experience. Now or never. Consequences, nobody's bothered. I don't, I don't care what, what she is or what, uh, he thinks, what, what the world thinks. I want it my way. It feels good now. Let it stay. Don't, don't take it away from me. Don't bother me if you if you go and tell them. They are like, don't bother me. You know, just live your life. I'm I'm good where I am. You know, just to stay stay where you are. So he's he's not ready to think about the consequences. Some of us in are in that mood. You know, we are not ready to think of those consequences. What's 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 happening? What's going to happen if we are uh, set in that path? Our behavior. 
what what will happen the next thing the next step was it says but he would not listen to her and being stronger than she he violated her and lay with her so this this is the ultimate step and after this there's no coming back to amnon he is he is he has destroyed himself after this this, this is basically overpowering his his flesh was so powerful that he, he overpowered that girl and uh, he violated her some of our flesh is so powerful it overpowers our spirituality the things that we come to you know the the things that remain in us the messages of whatever we learn from uh, the church the meetings of, and and everything that that spirituality is not able to overcome the flesh in some of us you know we tend to lose the battle some of us some of you feel your flesh is so strong you know why your life is not singular our life my life is not singular we say something we do something else we praise god on sunday and monday to saturday we are cursing and we are indulging in something else behavior that is not according to god we are short sighted we are not ready to uh, face the consequences we are not afraid of consequences we are not uh, bothered we are not bothered about the consequences that's why our flesh is so strong some of us our flesh is so strong which stage are you in is it as as the chapter began amnon loved her that was when he was harboring the thoughts within himself that was stage 1 and then stage 2 he he goes out and shares his idea his thought of, uh, about his illegitimate desire to his wicked friend stage 2 and then stage 3 was listening to his advice whatever he says okay you know pretend to be this do this and do that the schemes stage 3 are you in stage 3 in you know scheming things to gratify yourself how how can i gratify myself in this way or that way stage 3 or stage 4 is where you lie in the presence of god presence of king and lie in the presence of king when you, when we go to the pastor or when we go to our parents we lie uh, about our uh, the things that we do are you in that stage and then stage 5 is where he overpowered her he took her by his power his flesh was so strong he was greedy for unjust gain proverbs chapter 1 verse 19 says such are the ways of everyone who is greedy for unjust gain it takes away the life of its possessors such is the way of everyone who is greedy for unjust gain it takes away the life of its possessors so it's this greed will not leave you this greed for unjust gain if you have got that unjust gain if you have not repented it will take your life whatever however small that it may seem it may be stealing a 1 rupee or a, a coin or it may be lying in the face of your parents or you know to gratify yourself to to get that unjust gain to overpower someone who is uh, uh 
who has put confidence in you, you know, that is unjust gain. That is being greedy for unjust gain. It will take away our life if we don't repent, if we don't come back to God and ask Him for forgiveness. It will come back. It will take our lives. But God says, come, come. In chapter, in Isaiah chapter 1, Chapter 1 verse 18 says, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red like crimson, they shall become the wool. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be eaten by the sword. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. God says, come. You don't have to be like that. You don't have to stay like that. Come and repent. Don't be greedy for that unjust gain, however small it may be. It may be, you may be saying, okay, this is a very small thing, very light thing. Everybody does this. You know, it's not a, a big deal. You know, I can cover it up or I can, uh, uh, no, I can manage stuff. But God says, no, don't stay there. Don't stay there. Come. Let us reason together. God says, Let's reason. What's what's the issue that what that you're facing? What's the struggle? The Tamar says, "Go and ask for the king." At the last resort, she says, "Go and ask." She he may not withhold you. He may not withhold me uh, from uh, giving it giving me to you. He says, "Go and ask." This there's one prayer that uh, my elders have taught me. My uh, mentors have taught me is like, whatever thought you have, bring it to God. However wicked it is. Say, God, I have this feeling. I have this desire. Please take away. However it is. Whatever you are struggling, bring it to God. And it is God who changes your heart and your mind. He will renew if you believe that. If you are struggling with something, if you are stuck at something, and you, it's, it's, it, it seems impossible for you to come out. It's, God says, come and reason. Let us reason. Bring me your thoughts. If you are willing and obedient, he says he will change your heart. He will he will let you uh, live in the land. If you are struggling, you know, if you are if you have some some thought, just just bring it to God. Don't just harbor it within yourself, saying, "Okay, I I I can't go to God with this." God God knows each and every thought that we have. It is better. As David says, it is better to fall in the hands of God rather than men. So if you if you have some thought, if you have some habit or whatever feeling, you know, come to God. Say, God, take away this feeling. Give me a feeling. Give me a, a pleasure that is good in your sight. Legitimate in your sight. In the same chapter, Proverbs chapter 1 verse 23, it says, If you turn at my reproof, Behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. So this is this is God's plan. He is not someone who is looking for uh, you know uh, opportunity to punish us. He is looking for excuses to bless us. So if you think you know if you are if you have been uh, part of some family, if you are if you are part of some experience uh, which made you feel 
bitter about god if you think you know god is someone sitting there he doesn't know what he he's talking about if these rules don't pertain to me that that's not what uh, the god of the bible is god god says come to me i am compassionate whatever you're going through bring it to me don't don't have presumptions about what can god heal what god can't heal bring it to god whatever your thoughts are whatever your uh, anxieties are god says come and change repent if you if you obey if you turn back from when i reprove you i will speak to you that's what god says how many of us want to hear god do you want to hear god friends right that that's our god he's a god who is loving he is he wants us to come back to him he says even if your sins are so red so bright so striking at the eye you know, people say people have to turn away they you know they, they, that that's so glaring your sin is so glaring even it is so glaring god says i will clean it make it white so pleasant it says he says i will put my words i will make my words known to you his words are life and if we don't have his words we are in a living dead unless we have his words every day every moment of our lives we are we are not living in actually the bible says god is life every word that god speaks is life for us and if we are unable to hear him or we haven't hear, heard him or if we are uh, if we don't know his voice then we are uh, we are we are missing out great great joy god says come come repent that's what god says if you are uh, at whatever stage that is whatever stage like amnon with our great names we have great names good names but we are uh, our lives are so totally different if we are stuck in any of those stages god says come repent as we close our eyes can we can we take a moment if you if you want to kneel down or stand up or whatever you know just ask god if whatever stage you are ask god commit all of your desires to him all of your desires to him ask him to change you ask him to speak to you if that is your desire god will give it to you god will speak to you he is no respecter of persons can you take a moment and ask god can you take a moment